It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, January 10th, 2022. We're so excited to have you joining us. I've got Jack Nunnery as my co-host. Jack, good to have you on the show with me today. Hello, David. It's good. Well, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. We're excited to have you here. We're bringing you some really timely information we want to talk about. The Hot Topic segment is one that I'm really excited to provide with you. Julian Lumpkin, who is the founder and CEO of Success Kit, will be on the program. He's going to give us some ideas of how to increase your sales and close more effectively people that are considering using you. And we're going to talk about referrals and the power of referrals. So you're going to want to listen to the Hot Topic segment a little bit later in the podcast. Again, we break that out into two shows now, once you're listening on a downloaded basis. So be sure to go listen to the Hot Topic because Julian's going to be sharing some great information with you. Let's say thank you to IndustrySyndicate.com for them publishing out our podcast. Check out IndustrySyndicate.com for all the podcasts that are available on that site. Also, a special thank you to the MBA for the Mortgage Bankers Association of America for their sponsorship and our partnership with them. Check out the Mortgage Action Alliance. Also, sign up for Independent Mortgage Bankers Association Conference that's going on in Nashville that's coming up here in a few weeks. Unfortunately, I cannot be there. My wife has surgery. I want to be there when she comes out from under the anesthesia to tend to her as best I can. So won't be there, but you should be. So sign up for it. Also, Finastra's Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution. Experience the power of a fully integrated approach to mortgage lending. It simplifies the borrower experience and streamlines the process for employees. Anything we can do. I had a great interview with Karen Jenkins on October 4th last year. Go back and listen to that. She has a real good roadmap that they open up and talk about their roadmap or what they're developing, their approach to development really interesting interview. Encourage you to go back and listen to that. Also, Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative, both of these are co-ops that bring both the mortgage originator and the vendors together. And that's valuable. But probably one of the most valuable things is how they get the lenders talking. Again, does not erase the value of the MBA. You should be a member there. But these are two co-ops where more and more of our clients are members of them. They get so much more because it's up close and more intimate and they're getting a chance to Speak to their peers of same size. They're looking at what are the solutions that are working for them. Check out both Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative. Also, I want to say a quick thank you to Josh at Incelerate. Josh Friend uh, does a great job with his technology, helping connect borrowers. Also, Knowledge Coop, connecting you as a lender to the borrowers in, in, in a very effective way. Check it out. Go onto our sponsorship page. Listen to what 
Josh has recorded there. Also, any of his past shows. Last one we had him on was June. We've got to get back on here. June 21st, uh, 2021. Josh was in there talking about it. So great information podcast. Again, our podcasts are to be informational, and you'll find them to be so. We're working with Ken Perry of Knowledge Group to get him on. Great provider of a learning management system. I think you'll find very exciting. Also, he's got a new release coming up, and I heard about it. I was on a conference call with him this last week. Man, he's got some exciting stuff that's coming up. It's going to be the industry standard. I barely convinced. Check out Knowledge Coop as well as Mobility, MMI, and Modex. These two sponsors do a great job of connecting you with loan originator candidates and helping you recruit them. And then also SnapDocs. Got to check out their eVault solution. It makes it so simple to get started in eNotes. And it's so easy to help you transact across multiple partners that are using the system. Check it out. Snapdocs.com. Also listen to the interview we did with Vishal Arano on September 13th of this last year. And then, of course, we've got one of our newer sponsors, Lender Toolkit. Brent Amler had him on in November 29th. And then we also have Success Kit, who is on with us today in the Hot Topic segment, Julie Lumpkin. Also, finally, I want to say a special thank you to our regulars. And of course, it's Jack Nunnery, Rob, Les, Alice, Alan, and Matt. Thank you for your contributions each and every week. Welcome to the Lickin' on Lending Hot Topics segment today. We've got joining us today, Julian Lumpkin. Julian is the founder and CEO of Success Kit. Proud to have him as a sponsor. And uh, he's going to give us some insights on how you can increase and close moral business, whether you're out there talking to consumers or other vendors or whether you're B2B or B2C. He's got some great information on how to close more deals and shorten your sales cycle. Julian Lumpkin, good to have you, friend. Appreciate you so much. Hi, David. Great to be here. Appreciate you. And appreciate your sponsorship and partnership. Looking so more forward to talking about this. This is a great topic. So listeners, think about this. You're competing in the marketplace. Your competitor has all these valued testimonials. And you're out there with your marketing material. Your marketing material may be trumping and even better than your competition. But in a game of who is the consumer going to go with, what is going to drive it? Testimonials trump it. And we're going to get in and discuss that just very specifically. But before we get into that, Julian, let our listeners get to know you just briefly. Absolutely. So my name is Julian Lumpkin. I am the founder of Success Kit. We have been creating case studies, which is a written version of a testimonial and video testimonials for our clients for several years. And I'm really excited to talk with you about how we've helped our clients attract more leads, close more business by leveraging their most important asset. And that asset is their own happy customers. Own happy customers. That's such a good point. I started working with Julian. He reached out to me, oh gosh, six months, nine months ago, or maybe a year ago. And I was so impressed with how he runs his business. Just beyond what he does, before we signed up, I thought this is just another vendor trying to bang on my door to get some money out of my wallet. And I saw the way he followed up. Folks, you're going to want to get to know Julian just because how he runs his business, his business acumen is really, really good. So kudos to you on that. Let's get into the topic. Why are testimonials more important today than they have been previously or why do they matter so much? I think they're more important now than ever. And testimonials have always been important for pretty obvious reasons. Just put yourself in the buyer's shoes for a second. You're not an expert on mortgages. You're not looking at the inflation rate or the Fed's interest rates, or any of the things you guys talked about earlier in this program, 
you're thinking about yourself as a buyer. And when you're thinking about yourself, it's very difficult for a vendor, whether it's a mortgage provider or someone else, to change your mind or make you see things. Mm -hmm. But what does connect with someone who's thinking about their own problems and their own mortgage is hearing from someone just like them. And that's what makes video testimonials so powerful. Today, I think they're even more powerful because consumers, whether they're you know, individuals or businesses, are accustomed to getting real information themselves. They don't want to hear you as the vendor explain why you're the best or yeah. why what yep. you do works. They want to figure it out for themselves or hear it from other people. And that's what people expect now in video testimonials are your opportunity as a mortgage provider to control that and make sure they're seeing real information from people you've already worked with that's going to connect with them. Yeah. But one of the things you talked about was case studies. Talk a little bit about and how a case study is similar to a testimonial, but there is some variance. Yeah. So we look at case studies as the written version. So a case study would be maybe one page, two page. They can be three or four pages telling the story of how someone worked with you in writing. The video testimonial is, of course, a video version of that person talking about it. They're, mm -hmm. They usually run one to two minutes, but they can be three or four minutes. As far as the content itself, the difference is, is about detail. And what I mean by that is written case studies, they will often tell a personal story but they also have room via the text to talk about some of the details of why it was a successful relationship, yeah. what happened. Yeah. Video testimonials may touch on that, but they're more about social proof. They're more about your customer being able to look at someone and see that they're a real person just like that. Alan, I want you to get on the conversation, the importance of a testimonial, especially when it comes to the technology side of it. I think it's important across all of them all the business uh, models, but get in here with some of your questions that you might have or statements about the importance of testimonials and case studies. Yeah. I mean, ultimately what makes a testimonial good, it would be my first question, but just real quick, because David, what you said really brings to home is that in technology, you need to be able to prove to folks that you can do what you're selling and you can deliver and you're not selling vaporware. And having testimonials is a great way to yeah. do that. A lot of people sometimes think testimonials are fully baked. And so you've got to have it more than one is what I'm getting at. But anyways, mm -hmm. I'm not the expert on this, so I'll turn it back over to you guys. But I'd love to understand what makes a good testimonial. I'll try to give a quick, simple answer to that. What makes a good testimonial is authentic statements from your client about things that your prospects care about. That means you don't need to over-engineer your video testimonials. You don't need to coach your client on the perfect or the best thing to say because the best video testimonials are authentic. You may guide them to make sure they're talking about things that are important to your prospects, but the very best testimonials come about when you just let the client share their story. Because I'll give you an example of why I always start with this as the most important aspect. I have clients that will have us do a testimonial for them. And when they're looking at the way that their client speaks about things, they may pause and say, wait, I can describe things even more precisely th than my client did. 
I've got my own terminology to describe mm -hmm. things. But what Good they point. find when they use our testimonials is that doesn't matter. What matters is your client speaking authentically in their own words. Because again, let's think about your prospects. They're not thinking like you. They don't care about the interest rates, the Fed's rates, the terminology, the technical details. They care about simple things. And so the best testimonials let your clients talk about what matters to them because that's what matters to the people who are thinking about working with you. Yeah, that's such a good point. Julian, one of the things I want to put in here talk about sometimes is how long it takes. I've worked on testimonials. I've had the best intention of doing them. There's just something about handing that over to someone to do. And I can't stress that enough. You've got to get into the hands of a professional like you that does it. And you do such a good job of following up and working with, at least you have with me as a client. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And I think, well, first of all, let's tell your audience this. We're happy to help and getting professionally done testimonials is, is great. But one of the cool things about testimonials is that anyone can do them. It's just going to take a little work. And David, you bring up the part of the project that folks usually forget about when they say, okay, let's go create testimonials. And that is the project management. When people try to make testimonials on themselves, they may find a video editor who can kind of help them do that. They may even have someone internally who can kind of set it up. But where we see our clients failing is in the project management. Yes. All the little details of setting it up for the client, telling them what they need to prepare, getting the B-roll, getting permissions in advance, all of these little things are why we see our clients say, I think what you told me, David, when we spoke, which is, I know these are important. We kind of can do them, but they're just not getting done. Yeah. And it's about finding a good process yourself or finding someone like us who can manage that for you. Yeah, I'm so glad you found us and we have found a great relationship with you. Jack, it sounds like he was talking about the devil is in the details about that and how to create testimonies. So, Jack, over to you. Yeah, Julian, the listeners on this podcast are distributed nationally. Can you help the listeners build these testimonials on a remote basis? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that. First of all, to directly answer your question, yes. And if you've seen our example video testimonials, including the one we did for David, they were actually recorded remotely. We use a technology that allows us to see what the person is recording while they're recording it. So they can do so on their iPhone. iPhones have amazing cameras these days. So what we do to shoot them remotely is use a program where they're logging on their iPhone, we're coaching them while watching the video to make sure it comes out correctly. So we have a whole process for doing them remotely. But what I always tell my clients before they sign up with us is before you record a video remotely, consider if you may have the opportunity with them in person. Shooting video in person is always or should always be a little bit better than remotely, but they can certainly get done remotely. I also want to bring up because what we're talking about here is the level of production quality that they're ultimately going to see. And one of the things that's really interesting, and this is a trend that's been going on for a couple of years, mostly brought on by the pandemic, is that viewers are much more accepting of informal video shoots. They don't care as much about the polish anymore. They don't care if you had a super fancy camera and came to their office. They're used to seeing people's faces on Zoom just talking. 
So a lot of my clients are actually aiming for more informal shoots. So you really get the feeling of it's just a person talking. So you can do them in person or remotely, and it really depends on how much you want to prioritize production quality. Yeah, that's a great point. I think the production quality and the time it takes is just inordinate. Now, how do you use testimonials in marketing? Is there do's and don'ts that you recommend there? Yeah. So when it comes to using testimonials are great lead magnet. And I think the most important thing that you can do once you have a video testimonial is to properly target them within your campaign. When people ask me what makes a good testimonial or case study, one of the other answers I could give is not how well it's written or how well it's recorded, but how relevant is it to the viewer? Mm. So yeah, the most right. important thing that you can do in your marketing is make sure you're not just creating one video testimonial and then putting it into all of your marketing channels, but instead you're targeting it to the audience who's going to be viewing it. Again, testimonials work because the viewer can put themselves in the shoes of your client. Yep. So the closer you can make that match, whether it's geographically, whether it's about the concern the person had, Anything that you can do to make it relevant to the people you're marketing to is going to make that more effective. Yeah, it's a really good point. Really good point. I can't stress that enough. Now, is there some content that can be more timeless? In other words, it has a longer shelf life to be used out there? Or are there any things that you say, like, if there's certain trends going on today so that it doesn't have to be redone? I'm thinking about it earlier, we were talking about the financial markets and what's going on today won't be relevant, possibly later this week. So what are some tips on the relevancy from market swings? Yeah, it's a great question. And there's not really one canned answer for all companies here because it really is situational. And... Going back to your example of the rates may have changed, that may or may not affect a testimonial. So if your goal is to create a testimonial that's really evergreen, and I have clients that specifically tell us we want this to be evergreen, as you ask your questions and guide the subject in talking, you're going to want to not ask them about the super specific things that are relevant right now and are likely to change. The drawback is, of course, you're going to get a little bit less specifics. So there's really kind of a balance you have to draw here, and it's going to be dependent on your individual situation and the subject matter at hand. Yeah. One of our listeners just wrote, said, I think I know what he means by evergreen, but just in case I'm missing something, have him expound on what do you mean by evergreen? Yeah. I hope I use that term correctly. It's not... Uh, <laughs> something I say often, I don't know where it came from. So what I meant when I said evergreen is content that you create once and you can use for years to come. It doesn't need to be significantly okay. updated or changed. Yeah. Like for example, yeah. if you do a blog article about the interest rates today, that's not evergreen content. Yeah. But a good yeah. testimonial that doesn't cover any specifics like that is gonna be valuable for years to come. Yeah, I think that's a great point. So let's talk about using testimonials in your marketing. It, it seems like you just dump it in there. Do you put it in as segments or, or snippets to draw people in? Give us some marketing tips and tricks that you've found that work better when using testimonials. Yeah, I think the answer is yes to everything. Whether it's on your website, in a sales email, in a marketing campaign, 
there is no part of marketing that doesn't have room for customer proof. Is there some guidelines you can say if it's a video testimony that goes for three minutes, pull out a great soundbite that draws them into it? Yeah, that's exactly what our clients do. And I'll, I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. So different video types are going to be effective on different channels. So the standard two-minute video testimonial that we've been talking about is perfect, for example, for your website. Your website, you want Mm -hmm. to have your most formal content. You have a little more room, but you don't need only 10-second clips. So that's where you want your full formal video testimonials. Now, what my clients also do, and we can do this for them as a service, is once you create a video testimonial, two to three minutes, you can repurpose that and use it across all different channels. So I'll give you an example. Many of my clients are really focused on LinkedIn. And while this can change for a while, one of the best ways to get on attention on LinkedIn was 20 second video clips. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you take your video testimonial, you of course save all of the files for creating it. And then when you have a LinkedIn campaign, you pull out the most important piece from that testimonial and put it into a short segment, like 20 seconds. So like you said, David, there's different lengths for different situations. Social media, super short, 15 to 20 second clips. On your website, two to three minutes. And if you have a webinar or a full presentation, that might be an opportunity to do a real long form interview with a client in the 10 to 15 minute range. Yeah, good point. Great point. I mean, I I always look at what to use, when to use it, all that. Let's talk about when you're using testimonials in sales versus marketing. How does that differ? Yeah, this is one of my favorite questions because my background before I started SuccessKit was actually in sales. And I was a sales manager at a technology company. And what I saw is that the very best sales reps, whether it's testimonials, case studies, or just talking about customers, they used examples of customer success throughout the sales process. But the key to doing this well, because everyone has been in a situation where a vendor sort of misuses a testimonial or a reference or a case study, and they're basically trying to make the case study do their job for them or the testimonial do their job for them. So the key to using case studies and testimonials and sales, just like in marketing, is to target effectively. But when you're in the sales process, you can target even more effectively than just, oh, this person lives in Michigan, so let me show them a video testimonial from Michigan. When you're in a sales process, you're learning what your prospect cares about, not what you think they should care about, not what you're telling them, not what your product does, not what your mortgage offers them, but what they care about. And what the best sales reps do is they learn what their prospect really cares about, what really makes them tick what really makes this decision matter for them. And then they show them video testimonials of people who care or achieve results on that same thing. So summarizing my answer, just like marketing, it's about targeting, but a good sales rep can take that targeting to the next level and use customer proof throughout their entire sales process. Yeah, which really goes almost to an emotional appeal in what you're doing, whether the logic that goes into the case study, that's more logical. But the video testimony, yeah. there's got to be an emotional component. I mean, I think it'll store things 
nicely there. So anyway, it's exciting. There's so much I could go on about this, and we've run out of time. I just encourage people to reach out to you. What's the most effective way for people to call, connect? Yeah, I am pretty easy to find. So you can find us right on our website and talk with me directly. That is successkit, the word success, K-I-T dot I-O. You can also just Google Julian Lumpkin and my LinkedIn profile will come up. I take inbound messages. Feel free to ask me any questions or you can shoot me an email at Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N at successkit.io. If you have questions, we're happy to answer them. And if you need help with your testimonials or case studies, we're of course happy to do that as well. Very good. Folks, I cannot tell you, and this is my testimony of Julian. I can't tell you how pleased I am on the level of follow-up. Even after I hired him, I was still so overwhelmed with busyness and things that are just distracting that I was not responding to him. And he did the most respectful job of pinging me on a regular basis. Dave, where are you at? Just reminding you we're here whenever you're ready to get going in. It was the most professional, thorough follow-up on working with us. And I, I got to tell you, you won me over on just how well you run your business. I don't matter what your business is. You just run it well, Julian. So kudos to you. Uh, true professional. And it's fun to see the benefits of what you do. It's got to be rewarding. Thanks for the kind words, David. Thanks for having me here. Really appreciate working with you as well. Yep. I'm looking forward to it, friend, very much. Our special guest today has been Julian Lumpkin, the founder and CEO of Success Kit. Please reach out to him, connect with him, have a discovery call, just see if there is. You say, well, I'm a loan officer, I'm a single individual, or I'm a sole proprietor. I, I mean, I, I can't afford it. His prices are so affordable. And so check it out. I'm sure those prices will be going up. So and trying that he didn't have that's not an announcement that they're going up, but at some point in time, I'm sure they will. It's just going to be so effective for you, whether you're a loan officer working inside of a company, you can invest the money. It's very affordable. Appreciate you, Julian, for being here. Next week, we've got Whitney Nelson of Brilliant People joining us. We're going to be talking more about personality profiles. How do we work effectively within a company? How do we interact with people more effectively? Recently met Whitney Nelson. We share a, a passion for culture within companies. I'm really excited to share that interview with you next week. Say a special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, Lenders One, Accelerate, Mobility, MMI, Modex, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, the Mortgage Collaborative, SnapDocs, Success Kit, and Lenders Toolkit. So grateful to have all of these as sponsors. We appreciate you being here. Look forward to having you back here next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.